Welcome to the podcast of New Life Church. We hope that the messages, topics, and discussions that you find here will encourage and challenge you in your relationship with Jesus Christ. So let's go ahead and turn to Hebrews chapter 11. We're going to read a couple verses of scripture and, and get into this. Hebrews chapter 11, starting at verse 1, familiar passage. It says, Now faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. For by it the elders obtained a good report. Through faith. Everyone say, through faith. Through faith we understand that the worlds were framed by the word of God, so that things which are seen were not made of things which do appear. And with that, we're going to start on a little journey uh, today on this topic, faith is not fragile. Faith is not fragile. Let's pray. Father, we come before you, and God, we thank you for this opportunity and the ability to come together, even though it may be online. And I ask God that a spirit of unity would uh, connect each one of us believers together in spirit as we are viewing online today. I ask that your spirit would fall in the home of each believer today, that you would minister to them. God, I pray that your presence would uh, surround them just like I feel it now. I bind anything that would try to stop your will from being accomplished today. I lose faith that we would believe in revelation that we would understand and have your perfect will done in this, uh, in this service today, we pray. In Jesus' name, amen. This message came to me a little over a year ago. I've preached it before, but I, I really felt it today uh, to share with you. This message uh, came to me in an early morning uh, prayer meeting. Where I felt God waking me to, to spend some time in prayer, and I was praying. And um, as I was praying, somewhere in the prayer, uh, the Holy Ghost began to move, and uh, the presence of God filled uh, the, the room I was I was praying in, and, and I began to pray in the Spirit. And somewhere in the middle of all of that, God drops this uh, statement into my spirit very strongly. It was like a it was like a stamp, if you will. The same the same uh, thing as if you stamp something on a piece of paper. It's matter of fact. It's undeniable. And, and such. It's what it felt like in my spirit. And the statement was, faith is not fragile. Uh, this prayer meeting took place in the middle of a season where I had questions. I was searching uh, for the mind of God, wanting to know the will of God. And, and, and there were questions I had, I desired answers to, and just direction in general. And in that season, I felt, I felt weak at times. I felt confused. I felt Sometimes as if I was uh, wandering around um, in the dark, it seemed like, yet I knew God was leading, but I was super confused, if you will, because I was trying to figure things out on my own uh, before God's time, and that never works out. And uh, in, in this prayer, prayer meeting, God spoke to me and said, faith is not fragile. And very shortly after uh, that statement was impressed in my spirit, he began to unfold uh, what that statement means. And 
we've got to understand that what faith is. Faith, I used to think because I would see men operate with the gift of faith and, and you know everything in the building that needed a miracle got a miracle when they preached and all of this. And so I, I used to think that faith was something that you could obtain in the sense of if you pray enough and if you fast enough and if you check all these boxes off, you'll arrive at this certain level and then that's when God will use you the way you've seen other people u- used. And although you need to pray and fast and read the word and have a committed, consecrated relationship with God, God does not uh, grade you on performance necessarily and then give you a certain gift. In, in other words, you've been, you've been a good saint for six months, so now I'm going to do this. Although our consistency and our relationship with him matters very much, you cannot obtain anything from God just because of your performance. God gives us gifts. God gives us help and strength. And, and he uses us because of his grace, his mercy, and the empowerment of his spirit that fills us. And so we've got to understand that anything we do for God, great or small, uh, is all because of God and the fact that we are Holy Ghost-filled believers. So faith is not some mystical thing that, you know, you just kind of have to work up, you know, in your mind and and create the atmosphere just right. Although praise, worship, prayer, a people giving themselves to God 100% creates an atmosphere for faith. Whether or not there's a thousand people in the room, or there's one person in the middle of a thousand who has great faith. God responds to someone who simply believes that he can and that he will. And they're going to see God move in their life today. Not tomorrow. Not next week. I'm not waiting till next Sunday to give my life to God. I'm doing it today. In other words, faith produces action. If you believe he will, then you are going to move towards him and let him do in your life what you believe he will do. Perfect example, the woman with the issue of blood had this problem for 12 years. She was spent she spent all of her money on on doctor's visits and procedures and medicine and none of it worked. But one day, not tomorrow, not yesterday, not a week from today, but one day, that day, she heard Jesus was coming by, she saw Jesus coming by, and she said within herself, faith starts on the inside and it manifests itself on the outside. If faith only stays inside, you are failing to take the step that produces the manifestation of faith. She said within herself, faith started on the inside. If I can just touch the hem of his garment, I will be made whole. She said that within herself and then physically uh, she began to move towards Jesus. She crawled, she clawed, she walked, she, she scooted and she pushed past people until she got to the place where she believed her miracle would take place. She touched the hem of her, his garment and she was instantly made whole.
What does that mean? If you believe he can and if you believe he will, start moving towards Jesus and watch him do in your life what you believe him for. If you believe that he can touch your family, why don't you start praying today for it to happen? Don't just say, I believe he can, but start praying. Put action behind your faith and pray until you see it come to pass. If you believe that God can heal your body, why don't you begin to pray today until he does it? Don't just say, well, if God wants to, he will. No, pray until he does it. Let a tenacious faith come on you that says, I'm not sitting around another day waiting on the miracle to come to me. I'm going after the miracle. We can't just say that God is going to use us to reach thousands, but we sit around and wait for it to happen. No, if you believe with me that God is going to use New Life Church to reach thousands before he comes back one day, then that means I'm picking up an invite card and I'm giving it to somebody. I'm going to be at prayer walks and I'm going to pray the promises of God to pass. I'm going to start seeing people in the eyes that Jesus sees them. I'm going to start teaching Bible studies and praying and fasting until what I believe in my heart, I see with my eyes. Faith is something that doesn't just stay on the inside, but it manifests itself on the outside. If you believe that God is calling you to a place, then you need to start taking steps towards that place because faith produces action. Faith in the eyes of the world, in the eyes of atheists, in the eyes of the unbeliever who does not have a heart that is seeking after God, in the eyes of the mocker and the scoffer, faith makes you weak. Faith is a reflection of how fragile you are. And I would agree. My faith in myself isn't going to produce anything, but my faith in God can produce everything. Faith, people of faith, the atheist would say, use their faith as a crutch to get through the hard times. I would agree to a certain extent, except for I wouldn't say faith is a crutch. I would say faith is the power that gets me through the impossible times where the people that end up dying in the middle of their season they can't get through it life got too hard i, I gotta turn to the bottle drugs or relationships or i gotta give myself to my job because i gotta get caught up in something because life is too hard right now i put my faith in god see we were going down a uh a mountain a couple days ago and the grade was like 18 25% i don't know it was steep enough with you know the the bay on your left hand side and you're just right on the edge you know it was steep enough to make your t stomach tighten a little bit and i i didn't see my brakes i couldn't see my brakes i couldn't hear my brakes couldn't feel my brakes i didn't know my brakes were there but I had faith that my brakes would work when I 
applied my foot to the brake pedal. I believed in my heart that my brakes would work and it manifested itself with a physical action of me applying my foot and applying pressure to the brake pedal. And guess what? The brakes worked and we didn't die. The same simple principle applies to God. If you believe in your heart that he will save you, give yourself to him, let it, let it produce action through prayer and worship and watch God meet you right where you are. If you believe he can heal you, don't let it just stay on the inside with a thought, but let it produce itself with an action of Jesus, I want you to heal me today. If you believe that when you are baptized, immersed in water in the name of Jesus, that your sins will be washed away, forgiven, the record of everything you've ever done is erased, doesn't exist. If you believe that, don't just let it stay on the inside, but call someone, call us, connect with a friend and say, I need to be baptized in Jesus name. Faith produces action and action produces a changed life. And, and so people of faith aren't weak. I want to read an example of people of faith. And you tell me if you think that these people are weak. Hebrews 11:33 through 40 it says this who through faith through faith subdued kingdoms wrought righteousness obtained promises stopped the mouth of lions faith through faith they stopped the mouth of lions quenched the violence of fire escaped the edge of the sword out of weakness were made strong waxed valiant in fight turned to flight the arms armies of the aliens Women received their dead raised to life again, and others were tortured, not accepting deliverance, that they might obtain a better resurrection. And others had trial of cruel mockings and scourgings, yea, moreover of bonds and imprisonment. They were stoned, they were stoned, they were sawn asunder, they were tempted, they were slain with a sword, they wandered about in sheepskins and goatskins, being destitute, afflicted, tormented, of whom the world was not worthy. They wandered in deserts and in mountains and in dens and in caves of the earth. And these all, having obtained a good report through faith, received not the promise. God, having provided some better thing for us, that they without us should not be made perfect. People of faith are not weak. People of faith are not uh, fragile. Faith causes you to endure the impossible because your eyes are on a God who can do the impossible. If your heart is full of faith, if your life is directed by faith, you're going to do things that not everyone will do. You're going to go places that not everyone is willing to go. Why? Because you are full of faith and faith produces action. If you say in your heart you have faith, let your life show that you have faith. People of faith are going are gonna to do things that some people just can't do. People of faith are not fragile. They will endure things that seem terrible to the natural eye. But in this life, on this earth, no matter what I face, no matter what's going on around me, no matter what seasons I have to go through, 
I have faith and I'm going to endure whatever because my eyes are not caught up in what's going on in this life. My eyes are on the eternal. And when your eyes are on the eternal, you can endure anything in this life because you have a hope in the next life. People of faith are not fragile. Faith is not fragile. Faith is not fragile. In fact, 1 John chapter 5, verse 4 tells us that through faith we overcome the world. Your faith is the thing that causes you to overcome the world. Your faith is what causes you to overcome any temptation. Why do you need to overcome it? Because I have faith that there is a God who's going to empower me to live a life greater than what this temptation is offering me. I overcome every trial in this life. I overcome every tribulation in this life. I overcome it. I rise above it. I walk through it. I endure it. I pursue after something that is greater than anything else in this life. That's why people of faith in that in this chapter could stop the mouth of lions. They could wander in caves and in deserts. To the natural eye, those people looked poor. They looked like they didn't have anything to offer. They looked crazy. But in God's eyes, they were full of faith. They did not live a comfortable life on this earth, in this life. But the world wasn't worthy of them because they were full of faith and their faith produced action. Faith is not fragile. There's an assault right now on people of faith. It's not as much physical in America as it is spiritual. Do not let your faith get weak and do not think you are weak because you have faith. Your faith is what's going to cause you to stop the mouth of lions. Your faith in this hour is what's going to cause you to stop that spirit from trying to destroy your family. Your faith right now is what's going to cause you to rise up and become the man and woman of God that God desires you to be. And through faith, you're going to do exploits for God, great things for God before he returns. And it's all because you have faith and your faith is going to cause you to take action. And when you take action, you're going to see God do powerful things through your life. So as I kind of wrap all this up, what is faith? What is faith? Ephesians gives us some insight in what faith is. Paul's going through the armor in Ephesians chapter 6 and he Verse 14, he starts and says, Stand therefore, having your loins girt about with truth, and having on the breastplate of righteousness, and your feet shod with the preparation of the gospel of peace. And then he goes and he says, Above all. Say above all. Above all. It's as if he puts emphasis on what he's about to say. It's as if he's trying to draw your attention to a specific piece of the armor. Although you need to put on the whole armor of God, make sure that you, above all, pick up this piece of the armor. Above all, taking the shield of faith, the shield of faith, 
wherewith you shall be able to quench all the fiery darts of the wicked. This is where God took me when he spoke to me that faith is not fragile. Instantly he took me to this. Faith is a shield and you must pick it up. You must take action and pick up your shield. Your faith is your shield. Your shield protects you from the onslaught of the enemy. No shield, no protection. No faith, no shield. Pick up your shield because it will protect you. Then he began to tell me this. A shield is specifically designed to take hits. A shield is literally created to take hits. That's why when you're going through a trial and your faith is being tested, do not be surprised. Do not become confused and do not become discouraged because your shield is doing what it was designed to do. And the testing of your faith is the evaluation of the strength of your shield or better yet, the strength of your hold on your shield. Your shield only does as much good is based on the grip you have on it. If I have a loose grip on my shield, the first blow is going to knock it out of my hand. But if I have a firm grip on my shield, no matter what comes my way, and I have my shield up, I'm going to hold on to it no matter what I face. And Paul tells us in Ephesians 6, he says, take up the shield of faith because with it you will quench all the fiery darts of the wicked. Not some, not 25%, not one every other day, not just some occasionally, but everything the enemy throws at you, every fiery arrow that the enemy fires at you. If you have your shield, your shield, your faith is going to stop every attack of the enemy because you have your shield. You need to understand today this. We, we cannot be weak. We cannot be uh, discouraged. We cannot become weary and we cannot become complacent in this season. Everything that's taking place is an awakening to you and to me to make sure that we've got a strong, unbreakable grip on our shield. Do you have a hold of your shield today? Is your shield up today? Because if it is, no matter what takes place in this life, your shield was designed and specifically given to you by God to protect you in the battle. And as long as you've got a hold of it, you'll be okay. As long as you have your shield up, you're going to be okay. You see, if you lose your faith, it's simply because you let go of it. It's not because the enemy did too much to tear you down. It's because at some point along the way, you thought to yourself, I can't hold on anymore. But whatever you do, above all, 
Make sure you don't let go of your shield because your shield is your faith and your faith is your shield. And no matter what the enemy fires at you, if you have a hold of your shield, you will quench, blot out, destroy every attack of the enemy. Every attack of the enemy will not be able to get to you because you have your shield. Above all, pick up your shield. Your shield is a defense, but sometimes your shield can be an offensive weapon. You can attack with a shield. You can block with a shield. You can defend with a shield. You can push forward with a shield. Your shield is a versatile weapon and your shield is a versatile defense and your shield is your faith. Do you have a hold of your shield today? Do you have a hold of your faith today? Because if you do, nothing will stop you. If you have a hold of your faith, you'll overcome anything. If you have a hold of your faith, You'll, you will be able to endure anything, no matter what you're facing in this season. As long as you've got your shield, no matter what the enemy fires at you, you will be able to overcome. This shield is a very important thing that we've got to understand. And Paul continues to give insight into the importance of of the shield. 2 Timothy chapter 4. But when all of this was being written, Paul was a Roman. He was familiar with Roman military to a certain extent because he was a Roman citizen. He spent time in chains next to Roman soldiers and he saw the armor of a Roman soldier quite frequently. And it's a given understanding that it is absolutely important for a soldier to have a shield, especially with the way warfare was in those days. Even if you lost your sword, you still had a fighting chance with your shield. But the moment you lost your shield, you lost your protection. Yeah, you had a breastplate. But the arrows have a better chance of killing you without a shield than they do with a shield. And in fact, if you didn't have a breastplate on, but you had your shield, you still had a better chance of living with a shield and not a breastplate than you did with a breastplate and not a shield. And so he says, above all, take the shield of faith. Soldiers had to keep their shield. If they lost their shield, they lost their protection. And my understanding in some tradition that it was almost a shame to a Roman soldier if he lost his shield. He would go off to battle. And one of the last things his wife would say to him is make sure you come back with your shield or you come back on your shield, but make sure that you do not lose your shield. 
And so with that understanding, we read 2 Timothy chapter 4, verses 6 on down. Paul says this, For I am now ready to be offered, and the time of my departure is at hand. I have fought a good fight. I have finished my course. I have kept the faith. Paul saying here, I fought a good fight in battle. I have finished my course, my duty, my race, and I still have a hold of my shield. Paul was human. Paul had struggles. Paul had ups and downs in this race course of life that he was running. He had valleys. He had mountains. He stumbled. He fell. He got back up. He had wounds emotionally and physically. He was betrayed. He was hurt. He was let down. He was mocked. He was scoffed. He was beaten. He was rejected. But at the end of Paul's life, through everything he faced, he said with confidence that he's ready to be offered because he fought a good fight. He finished his job and he still had a hold of his shield. No matter what you face in this life, no matter what battles you go through, no matter what hurt that comes to you or situations in life that you experience, do not let go of your shield. Do not let go of your faith. If you fall, get back up with your shield. If you have let go of your shield, God will help you take a hold of it again. But make sure that from this day forward, you get up, Take a hold of your shield and never let go again. No matter what the cost, no matter what you face, no matter what you do, no matter what happens to you, no matter what you endure from this day forward, be a soldier in the army of the Lord that has a firm grasp on their faith. Be a soldier in the army of the Lord that has a firm grasp on their shield, your faith, because faith is not fragile. Faith will get you through anything. Your faith in the Almighty God, Jesus Christ, will get you through anything. Let's pray. Father, we thank you for your word. And today, God, I ask that as your word has went forth, that it would quicken in the spirit of each person that hears it and watches it now or may hear and watch it later. And God, I ask right now that you would awaken something in the hearts of those who perhaps may feel weak or feel as if they've lost it or feel as if they can't go on. And God, I pray that there would be a determination that would rise up in them right now that we're going to take a hold of our shield, our faith, once again. And we're going to live this like never before. We're going to believe it like never before. And we're going to declare it and promote it to others like never before. And when we do that, no matter what the enemy fires at us, we will overcome it all because 
Our faith is our shield, and you have given it, it to us to be able to win the battle. We pray, God, that you would strengthen us and unify us today like never before, and let your will be performed perfectly in each of our lives, in our city, and in our church, we pray. In the name of Jesus, amen.